0: Welcome to Fans of the Forge. We are doing our wrap-up for Fortune Fire Season 6, Episode 16, Attila's Sword of Mars. Mm Mm-hmm. Interesting title. Very interesting title. So we'll see where that goes. So we have our contestants. Chris Van Gotham, who was a part-time smith with seven years experience. We had Randy Cass, who was a part-time smith with three years experience, and he was a farrier for 15 years, so... He's a bladesmith three years, but a farrier, you know... He knows how to move metal. He knows how to move some metal. So for Dan, Strang was the next one with full-time experience of four years and Grover Clifton part-time for four years. And their first round challenge... Yes. ...was to make a fantasy-style blade. Yes. Interesting right there. Between 12 to 14 inches and not to exceed 22 inches... And they must combine meteorite with 1095 huh. power to yeah. create a canister Damascus There billet. you go. That is a <laughs> badass cool. round one right there. Yeah. Not only can you design- Whatever you want. Anything. And like, you're probably- is If you can make it crazier, better. Like, as long as it's functional- right. And you get to do it with a meteorite. Some meteorite. So it's already going to, could be something that could be considered a magical style of blade. And then you're putting some freaking meteorite yeah. power into that thing. That's dope. That's pretty cool. That's really cool. I told Teresa as we were watching this, I go, yeah. I'm going to work up to that one day. Like that's uh, one of those things I want to be you're able to do. you to get some so. meteorite. Get some meteorite and make, a, even if it's the one time I ever try it, just to try it once and see if I can do it. I think that would be really mm, cool. Okay. Anyway. For Chris, he was going for a weapon that an alien would use that that would have a wild curved blade. Yeah.
1: And that was with the handle in the back. The handle was, like, below it, and it had this, like, yeah. you know, curve, like, on top. I don't Yeah. It was like a half moon. Yeah. I was going to say, like, a half moon or a crescent or yeah, whatever crescent you want to call it. Yeah. Shape. It was really cool. Yeah. Man.
0: And he decided to leave his canister on and grind it off later. And so he puts the meteorite into the middle of the can so that he would know where that steel right. is. And then he gets his weld set and draws twenty six inches out due to the size and curve of his yeah. weapon. So he, that was what like twice as long. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was a lot was a of lot, a lot, a lot of metal. Material. And then he knew that the bend would be a weak point, so he left extra mass at that point. And I think he might have even wrote on there. He did. Something yeah. That said, like, break. On his
1: on his design break point, like yeah. pointed where they the curve happens right so and he knew that
0: that bend would be the weak point so he oh, yeah, i said that already okay uh so he quenched with the can still on the ground uh on the outside and forgot about it for like a minute and then he's like oh shit yeah he's know?
1: like oh right. yeah that's right because he was file checking he's like oh it's not hard and right he's like oh yeah it can't still on it for randy he was going for a
0: fish design so it was an interesting take like yeah but I liked it. I I thought it was a cool, you know, he was still doing something creative with it and it was you know, I've played video games where you have a you can get a fish sword where you're just yeah. you're swinging a fish around and attacking guys. So I liked it. It was cool. Yeah. Um he's not familiar with canister which we've said it before season six of the show canister is often a challenge if you know you're going to go on the show
1: tempt it, once. Tempt it <laughs> once
0: um but he knows to coat the inside of the canister with liquid paper and then he spends a lot of time getting yeah. the can off and then after the quench he found a small crack but was able to grind it away And his blade shape was not quite how it was supposed to be on paper. It resembles more of a a paddle. Yeah. And Doug said, that's the wrong kind of fantasy. (laughs) That was a good one. That's a good one. That was a good one. Doug nailed it with that. (laughs) For Dan, he uh, makes fantasy blades regularly. How about that?
1: What do you know? Oh, by the way, Dan is like 19 years older. Oh, yeah, really young. Yeah, really young guy.
0: Um, His blade is based on a Viking blade. Um,
1: Equals Space Viking? Yeah, so he was calling like a Space Viking.
0: Oh, for his the style, yeah. Yeah,
1: and he said something else too. I didn't write it down. It was like, you're from like Norway or something like that. I don't know, it was something. Gotcha. Or Detroit. I don't know,
0: something weird. And he puts the meteorite into the bottom so that it'll be on the spine of his knife. Right. And then after drawing out the billet, he realized he didn't know where the meteorite was anymore and he had to ask it that's to find it. And it was all along the edge. It was all over the place, but it was... Yeah, it was on the edge. Yeah. yeah, so I was like, well, shoot. He couldn't
1: do anything about it. No,
0: so he just had to go with it. Yeah. Uh, his blade warped after the quench because of all the different metals and, and whatnot, and so he says that he'll keep quenching until it's within a range that he's comfortable with.
1: Yeah, and I think he did, like, three or four quenches. Yeah. It was That's crazy. It was a, a few, yeah.
0: And then for Grover, he was going for... Probably even though it was fantasy, it was still more of a traditional design. But maybe still look pretty beefy, like could be like a a video game style weapon or something, which falls under the parameters. The only smith. Oh, okay. So Grover was the only smith that they showed cleaning off the meteorite before putting it in the can. Yeah,
1: I don't know if the other ones did, but he's the only one that was shown doing that.
0: Yeah, Um, and then he can't get the can off once he's done his. time in the forge so he doesn't bother and it just grinds it off and he picks up a warp after a really really hot quench and quench two was more of the same so he headed to the grinder to just see what he could do to sharpen the blade for judging chris had an amazing blade but there's a concern at the curve where there's a possible break point other than that it's very nice for randy it's a good pattern but looks more like a paddle and more accents can be added if he moves forward. For Dan, he had a really neat pattern and the good shape, but needed to fix his warp. And for Grover, the overall length was
1: exceeded by almost two full inches. He had a good looking knife. Yeah. But it was just, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it too was long. It two was Two inches long. is a lot. Yeah. So, and uh, that was mentioned during the forging. Oh boy, it looks, looks like it's too long. And what do you know? It There's was too long. There it is. It's too long. So, Grover, again, did not meet parameters, got the boot. We move on to round two. Round two, you got to put handles on. I don't think there was any specific parameters. Not really, no. There were maybe a pommel. I don't fucking know. Uh, Anyhow, so for Chris, uh, he chopped off a section of his handle, um, and then he bent the the handle like tang away so there's room for the fingers to hold the blade uh, without actually getting... Know hitting the blade while you're holding it. Mm -hmm. Um, He had a four piece handle construction going on because of the curve of the tang, and he worked carefully to shape the blade and the handle, and it was in tight quarters. Mm -hmm. So, you know, because the blade's there and the handle's here, and to get all that rounded off is, you know, pretty tough. Oh, yeah. Um, And he got cut while grinding with a few minutes left. So Oh yeah, it was like two minutes left. On the yeah, back. he wrapped the bandit on, he started had to like, sharpen the shit up. For Randy, he uses a torch to heat the tang and straighten it out. It was, it was like a slight bend to that. Uh, then he used a piece of meteorite for the guard, which is pretty cool.
0: Oh yeah, that was nice.
1: Um, nice touch. He gets all the various points sharp, including the edge and that fish mouth tip. So sharpening that all up. For Dan, he can't he couldn't move the torch cart. <laughs> so he ended up just dragging that thing across the forge floor, much to the dismay of the judges. That thing's screeching like oh, nails yeah. on a chalkboard. Um <laughs> he eats up the blade <laughs> and uh pushes on it to get it straight. And I'm watching it and I'm thinking it's it's gonna it doesn't break, but I'm I was expecting it to because anytime they focus on showing those ones usually There was a lot of flex going on. Yeah. I was like, no way. Um, but he's able to remove most of the warp. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he used uh, blue Kirinite for the handle and brass for the garden pommel to give everything a nice, kind of like outer space, like fantasy look. It's yeah, pretty cool. It was nice looking. Yeah. Oh, so for testing, strength test, there's an armor chop eight times um, by Ben. Um, so for Dan, the knife held together, but there are three major sections of deformation. Uh, For Randy, there was a lot of mass, um, but it held up really well. There was some minor edge damage. Uh, He did have a comfortable handle, um, but it was a little easy to lose control. Mm -hmm. For Chris, after a third hit, the handle pulled away and couldn't be tested further. (sighs) So he's got to go home. He said he's going to go home, hug his wife, and kiss the dog, but he has neither one of those. (laughs) (laughs) uh, But, yeah, I mean, you see there's like, like a crack, and were to handle Split. like pulled away, and
0: it pinched down on on Ben's yeah, hand. Yeah, pinched, Yeah, um, which sucked because I really wanted the to, thing was sick. So cool.
1: Yeah, it was really awesome look, but he had to go. So that was end of round two, and we move
0: on to round three. Attila's sword of Mars. Attila the Hun was one of the most feared conquerors in history, wreaking havoc across Europe during the fifth century. Legend says that he was given the sword by herdsmen fulfilling a prophecy and a direct sign of the war god Mars of his divine rule. So he featured, featured a curved handle with a spear point tip that made for exceptional control, allowing for accurate and brutal thrusts. The blade must have a spear tip and false edge that runs half the length of the spine, and it must also include a ball pommel, drop handle, and finial ball guard. So, for round, uh, day one for Randy, he decided to make Damascus for the blade. But after about three and a half hours, he sees that one of the welds didn't hold, and he had to scrap it. Yeah. So that was after he cut and stacked it, and then it didn't. That's to, yeah. That's the the, that's risk the way, you take. Yeah, that's how it goes. For day two was not shown, but he got a thirteen-layer billet stretched out. On day three, he made his ball guard. Um, but isn't no. happy with it, so he cuts it apart and fixes yeah. it. and then he decides to put some jewels in the handle and does an acid etch on day four. Yeah. so that was yeah, look cool. His Damascus looked pretty good. Oh yeah, it was
1: low layer and it, it looked pretty pretty nice. I like low layer Damascus. Yeah, sometimes it just has a cool look to it. Yeah, you can really see it like from afar, because like really high layer yeah. stuff, you can't even tell it. It looks like it's solid billet, but right, it, you could tell it was nice.
0: And then for Dan, on day one, he pulled leaf sp- He went and he pulled a leaf spring from a car. Okay. <laughs> they provide metal. Like, the show provides metal, I'm pretty yeah. sure, for, for all the contestants mm. to be able to make it from. But he chose to use a leaf spring from an mm. old car. Yeah.
1: He, he, yeah, he called it a muscle car. I call it a janky car. Yeah. It was just it, sitting outside a of a old... shop just, like, chilling.
0: yeah. And he works without power hammer or press.
1: Yeah, he's like, I don't have you a... know, like, okay,
0: we got it. It's your arm. <laughs> For day two, he quenched, and he had a slight warp. So he goes outside and says that he still has a window to fix the warp. So he bends it along his leg, and then it proceeds to snap like a twig. Yeah, like he
1: French. bent it across his knee. He's like, oh, I, I'm still in a window. And he goes... Bang. <laughs> crack. Snap. I'm like, well... I think that window is gone because, like, you're outside. The camera's outside. Like, I think that window evaporated a while ago. It's best of luck. Well, yeah.
0: I don't know how fast it cools down. I mean, like, any time, like, the time we warped, or not warped, the time we heat treated our knives, they had to sit for a little while after we put it in the oil, too, just to cool back down. If it was still, it was at the point where he was handling it, it probably had cooled down to the point where you shouldn't be doing that anymore. Yeah, it's... Anyway, for day three, they didn't show anything, and on day four, he cuts up a wooden dolphin and was going to do a burn through, but nothing was smoking when he put the wood over the tang, Yeah, and he said that there was no smoke because the tang wasn't hot enough and wasn't touching the wood because the handle wasn't wide enough, so he drills out
1: some of the wood and uses epoxy. Yeah. So, what is it? <laughs> yeah. So, these are my notes. So, I say, <laughs> so what is it? Was the tang not hot enough or was the wood too narrow? <laughs> if it was too narrow, shouldn't we have seen some smoked? Bullshit. <laughs> I think there was some odd editing g- going on. Okay. That didn't line up to what was happening. So, I think maybe a couple, there might have been like a couple different uh, events. Yeah. Of this burn through attempts, perhaps okay. I think some attempts going on here. Um, I think yeah. So I mean, he knows how to do a burn through. Right. I'm pretty sure because he was attempting so. it. He, you know, there has to be a reason he gave up on trying to do a burn through. Yeah, and then went to epoxy. But they didn't show him explaining any of that. No. So
0: yeah, the magic of TV just,
1: editing. It's questions. Just questions all around. So anyhow, hey. moving on to testing. Yeah, kill test. It's an assault on a ballistic dummy for Randy. Uh, gorgeous Damascus and very aggressive design for thrusting and slashing. But the flare on the handle should almost be reversed, and it makes it hard to lock onto and opens up the hand. So he had like this. The, it flared up. It to flared the up. The guard. It got really wide. Which you never see that. No. And it seems counterintuitive, which is kind of what yeah. they ended up saying. Which, yeah, happened to just open up your hand. So you... Anyhow. Um, for Dan, there was great balance. And the handle is curved enough so it allows for a good grip. Uh, it was a good edge for deep cuts. Um, but the tip picked up a bend. Okay. okay. All right. For the strength test, there was a horse skull chop seven times. By Dave Baker. For Randy... Uh, one section has lost its edge, and there's some small rolls, but it's still solid. Right. For Dan, it broke after the fifth hit, and it broke right at the guard. Oof, yeah. So Dave says, you know, aside from the obvious, it was good design and weight, um, but there was a lot of space in the handle, so it allowed for some movement and became a weak point. So you can see there, there's a cavity in the handle, right, where I guess there. Were there was a void and it just allowed for some movement and that's what well, mm-hmm. allowed it to fail so Dan had to leave and Randy is our champion for this wow, episode there you go yeah so good job Randy nice good job
0: yeah I question maybe Dan's material choice as well if he chose because he did go with the leap spring that was a little funky maybe that could have also played a part who knows who knows but anyway could have Congrats to all the guys. Good, yeah. good job on your episode. Um, again, congrats to Randy for winning. Thanks everybody who's followed us, especially um, since Blade Show. We got a big influx of new Facebook followers. Yeah, welcome. Yeah, welcome. Thanks, and also Instagram and all that good stuff, and YouTube. Remember to like, subscribe, and do all that all other that stuff. All that other stuff. Whatever. It's all fun. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, thanks for watching, and we will catch you in the next wrap up. See ya.
1: chop your can and then these pictures oh yeah you sent me those I didn't realize I don't know if they're going for this but you know each one of them has a a knife above their head they did that on purpose okay I wasn't it's like, that's one hell of a thing to do by accident. That's funny.
0: they were coordinating that because they're all like, yeah, all each other's having very
1: sharp objects. Yeah.